0: Welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast, New Zealand's premier motorcycling podcast made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders. My name's Ray Huren, and coming up in this week's show, we've got news about the Kawasaki ZX 10 for 2021. It's getting a fresh new design, and science disproves the loud pipes save lives mantra. All that coming up in the news, plus, we're going to find out what's on your KR Christmas wish list this week. So, without further ado, let's do that. Let's do the news. Do loud pipes save lives? Sadly, for some, according to a European study, the answer is a firm no. It is the battle cry of many Kiwi motorcyclists, but European studies have proved the claim that loud pipes save lives is complete hokum. Now let's start off by saying we're not against loud pipes. In fact, we reckon that they can add a lot of character to a bike and straight up sound cool. We do however take issue with riders making an argument that they are a safety device in order to justify them on their bike. The study in question here is a collaboration between Romania's motorcyclist organization Moto ADN and the Philistine University of Bucharest and measures not only the level of noise from a motorcycle in the real world conditions at 60 kilometers an hour, but also whether the level of noise is enough to give a driver enough time to react. To some, the results will come as unsurprising as the study's findings show clearly that loud pipes do not, in fact, save lives. The study found that that there is a five decibel measurable difference between the front and the rear of the bike, and even with pipes legally loud, drivers ahead do not hear the bike in time to make a meaningful action at 60 kilometers per hour. Here's the conclusions from the Romanian study, as posted by FEMA on their website. A motorcycle cannot be heard in a car in motion if it is at a distance of more than 15 meters ahead. No matter how modified the exhaust is, and no matter the background noise in the passenger compartment of the car at distances of 10 meters from the car a motorcycle with a noise level produced above the legal limits can be heard but the sound is in a low frequency area where the sound is difficult to identify by the human ear and is difficult to position in space when the motorcycle is near the car or in front of the car the noises produced can be heard in the car at a level that attracts the driver's attention even when music is at a medium level at this distance however no driver's maneuver that would endanger the motorcyclist could be prevented and finally to be heard in a car 15 meters away a motorcycle should produce a sound level of more than 135 decibels a condition that is impossible to accomplish in reality for more on the story, head to onthrottle.co.nz. There is a video up there and all the findings, plus a link to the study. The fresh new face of Kawasaki's ZX-10 models has been revealed and the six-time world Superbike King has come out swinging. Set to be offered in two forms, the standard ZX-10R and ZX-10RR, which will be limited to 500 bikes worldwide. The 2021 ZX-10 brings a host of real-world changes for the coming model year, the most obvious of which, the new aerodynamic update which sees integrated winglets and, the new front cow, which seems to have taken inspiration from Kawasaki's Manic H2. As you'd expect from Kawasaki the aero changes aren't just for looks but also offers significantly improved drag resistance, approximately 7% down, a roughly 17% increase in downforce thanks to the aerodynamically sculpted front cow and its integrated winglets. The windscreen has also been revised with the angle of attack now steeper while the screen itself is 40mm. Taller than the one of 2019. Behind the screen is a new 4.3-inch all-digital LCD TFT color instrumentation display that gives the cockpit a high-tech, high-grade appearance. The new meter also offers built-in Bluetooth connectivity to allow riders to connect to Kawasaki's proprietary app Rideology, which offers extra functionality. For more on the Kawasaki ZX-10 for 2021, head to onthrottle.com. Or grab yourself a copy of the latest Kiwi Rider magazine, kiwirider.co.nz Well that about wraps up the news, but time now to catch up with the big man in the red suit, Santa himself <laughs> Ho 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 ho! Merry Christmas! G. Ray, you really do like to keep people waiting. I was on hold for ages. I was doing some research, you see. Did you know, it's a little known fact that Moses, you know, from the Bible, he had a motorcycle. In fact, it literally says it in the Bible. I know, unbelievable, right? It says... And lo, the roar of Moses' triumph was heard throughout Israel. Ha 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 I could talk bikes all day, but it's getting quite busy here, so let's find out what's on the KR Christmas wishlist for this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Santa, you're a bit of a joker. Alright, got a message through from Simon. Um, getting into tra- getting into trails and off road, maybe a bit of adventure riding and would like a new helmet. What have you got that won't break the bank? Well, I did a story on it. I rode one, I wore one during the uh, GS Rally NZ a few uh, months or two ago and I absolutely loved it. It's become uh, my new favourite helmet at the moment actually. It is the LS2 Pioneer Evo. Now I had the original, version of this uh, as I mentioned the Pioneer it didn't have any space in the uh, in the lining for uh, center, you know Bluetooth communicators the speakers or anything like that but I I quite liked the helmet it had a a lot of good ventilation Um, but then LS2 released a revised version of that called the LS2 Pioneer Evo some new graphic designs the shell is essentially the same but the lining is where the differences come into play the the speaker hole in the ears, there is grooves for the wiring of your uh, Bluetooth communicator kit uh, and it's a, it's actually a really, really good helmet. Now I coupled this with the uh, Whites branded anti-fog liners by UGAM. You can find them online uh, and they're reasonably cheap as well. Now they, uh, adhe- they're kind of a, a silicon adhesive kind of thing that go to the inside of your visor so you don't need pinlock ready visors. So I've got the LS2 Pioneer Evo with the tinted visor the ultra clear whites branded uh anti-fog insert and uh, i find that helmet Absolutely brilliant. Uh, the old LS2, I don't know what the difference is because I can't see visually a difference, but I used to get quite a bit of uh, jerkiness from wind catching the visor and wrenching my head back. This new uh, LS2 Pioneer Evo, whether there's more, you know, wind gaps in the visor or something, I don't know, but uh, I find it, uh, I find it really, really good. It's softer against your face. It's really comfortable. It's lightweight, and you can pick one up starting around about the 269 mark. It's definitely contender for bang for buck, best price for what you get, the LS2 Pioneer Evo, Uh, you can grab them on bitsforbikes.co.nz or just talk to your local motorcycle stockist, motorcycle gear retailer and uh, they should be able to get them in for you. Nathan's emailed through and said, what can you suggest for uh, dispersing rain on the visor of my helmet? Now I've had this discussion online with a few people over the years, and uh, some people say if you've got water on the visor of your helmet, you're not going fast enough. I tend to disagree. I find that if you're commuting all the time, and you know you, you get that build-up on your visor, it can be annoying and it can um, d- diminish your visibility, especially if you're crawling along in traffic. You know you can't go fast enough to uh, to get rid of that that water. To be honest, any rebuttal or any argument to go to that, that says you're not going fast enough on a motorcycle is bullshit anyway. But I've had it suggested to me Rain-X glass water repellent. Now, I may have got the wrong end of the stack. I may have got the wrong product, but rainix water repellent, I've got the one that says specifically for glass and it says do not use on plastics. Now I've used this on a clear visor on a helmet and to be honest, I didn't notice a single difference. There are people out there by, that swear by the stuff though. I don't know, maybe we need to do a little bit more digging but uh, if you want to give it a crack, um, you know, it's on your own On your own head if it does something nasty to your visor or not but uh, Raynex glass water repellent or applies water beading technology to dramatically enhance visibility it does say on the back caution do not use on plastics though so that is that's entirely your call on whether you're going to use that or not and sandra's email through about uh luggage solutions i've got a really good luggage solution for you that that i've tried personally And it is uh, Kiwi made, and they've been around for donkeys years since the '70s. So they'll probably fit, you know, more bikes. I reckon they would fit more bikes than than any other luggage solution out there. It's called Ventura. Now, a lot of people don't realise Ventura is Kiwi made. They got a factory up in uh, in Hamilton in Tairapu. So um, Ventura. Now they used to do, and they still do for a lot of bikes, the vertical loop system. You know, with the bag that sits over the vertical loop and when you're not using it you've got this bloody great big vertical loop of metal behind you. Uh, they also do these days the low profile and I think a whole lot better looking Ventura Evo luggage rack. So for for whatever bike you've got you need specific fitment. This usually consists of two L brackets and sometimes a cross member between them and then you've got the, the specific Evo bike rack that fits on there and it has four different mounting positions depending on where you want the weight on your bike. Two back, two front. Obviously, if you've got a, if you're intending to carry a pillion, then you'll need to have one of the the rear facing uh, solutions or positions. Once it's all bolted up to your bike, and my new bike, which I haven't actually told you what it is, and I'm not telling you this episode either, I've actually put one of these on my new bike, and it took me all of 20 minutes to install it. It was really easy. It's it's really really good. So the Ventura Evo luggage rack is is generally quite easy to install. Also, put one on my mto 7 uh, that one, that install was a little bit more difficult, but you can read an earlier edition of Kiwi Rider Magazine to find out more about that installation. And as far as bags go for the Evo system, there's actually quite an array. There's the Evo 12 Jetstream, the Evo 22 Jetstream, the Evo 40, which I actually haven't tried. The 40, but then the Evo 60, which is absolutely massive. To put that into perspective. I'd probably carry something like the Evo 12 daily if you're shooting into the into the shops or maybe picking up some small Christmas gifts, where if you were going on a bit of a road trip, the Evo 60 is what I used on the massive road trip with the KTM 790 Duke last year and in that bag I had uh, motocross boots, change of clothes, laptop, myriad of cameras and recording equipment and uh, you know, no dramas whatsoever, it was a huge pack and all these bags connect to the same Evo pack rack, so um, I definitely recommend if you are looking for a luggage solution that was easy to install uh, reliable um, and good a good range of different packs they also do uh, panniers for some models as well check out ventura-bike.com or talk to your local motorcycle parts retailer And that about rounds off the show. A nice short one this week. If you've got something you'd like to submit for the KR Christmas wish list, we've got one more week, one more edition. Next week's going to come out on Christmas Eve. So I hope you've got your Christmas buying done by then. But we'll have another edition anyway. So if you want to get hold of us to make a submission for that, or you just want to get hold of us and tell us anything you like, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, email podcast at nz. Uh, you can get hold of us on Facebook or Instagram as well. Uh, I hope. You've got your Christmas shopping done because those malls are getting choked up. In fact, the only way to go to the mall now is on a motorcycle, I reckon, because you can you can park almost anywhere and you can skirt around traffic. But uh, please do be careful out on those roads, team. We would hate to hear of any more motorcycle crashes and, and even worse fatalities on our roads. We've had a chronic year. Next week, we're going to be bringing you some facts, figures and stats from our good friends at NZTA and Ride Forever. How many courses have been undertaken this year? Have they worked? How many motorcycle crashes have been claimed upon? All that sort of good stuff. It's all coming out in next week's edition of Kiwi Rider out on Christmas Eve, I believe. I think. I might be wrong on that. Don't quote me. I have been wrong before, believe it or not. Till next week, keep the rubber side down, throttle on. I've been Ray. This is Kiwi Rider Podcast. We'll catch you in seven days' time.